Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome to Snake Oil Radio. This is your host, Jim Ventura. Sorry, I'm struggling with some audio issues <laughs> today. Uh, anyway, uh, welcome to my show. This is our uh, second show of the month. So this is our Listener's Choice show. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that in just a few minutes. If it's your first time tuning into the show, uh, a little bit about me and about our show here. Uh, my name is Jim Ventura. I am a professional uh, navigational consultant. What does that mean? Uh, I have expertise as an astrologer, uh, numerology, uh, tarot, animal cards, quite a few different oracles that I've worked with. And I do uh, private uh, counseling, uh, navigational consultations with people uh, here in my home office in Arizona as well as by phone uh, all over the country, actually, and a little bit of Canada. So uh, if you're not already getting my monthly newsletter, uh, feel free to email me at VenturaSag at Yahoo.com, and I'll add you to the free newsletter mailing list. All the people that get my monthly column newsletter uh, get a discount on sessions and a few other offers that come through once a month. It's only a monthly column but uh, certainly worth uh, checking out. And uh, you get to read my books before they go into print because I, I print my uh, my book material and, and the column first, so everyone who's been reading my column over the years has actually read my books. I'm a published author, published two books, uh, Dirty Little Secrets a few years ago and recently Snake Oil Volume 1, which is a collection of first four years of my columns. Uh, if you're interested in, in many of my books, you can uh, email me um, and get information about that, or you can go to Amazon and buy uh, the books there as well, too. They're not expensive, and they're good books. Anyway, so uh, I've been doing this show for a couple of years now, and I uh, love and enjoy doing the show. We, we try to do it every Thursday, usually three or four times a month. Uh, first show of each month is always our um, column read, where I leave my column uh, live, and then we, we discuss that subject through much of the show. Uh, I usually do an interview show each month, although I won't be doing one this month. And then I always try to squeeze in at least uh, one listener's choice show, which is today, and I'll get into that in just a moment, talk a little bit about what we're going to do today. Uh, also, uh, next week I will be here again. We'll be doing an astrology show. We'll be talking about a current astrology, and now uh, you guys will get to call in and ask your astrology questions a little ways in as well, too. But we'll we'll talk about some of the basics as, as to what's going on. Uh, that'll be kind of a help to everybody. We'll be doing that next week. So this is today's our listeners' choice show, and uh, I like to. This is a show where I actually will open the phone lines a lot earlier than I normally do. We have a forty-five minute show, and some of the shows toward the end of the show, I'm able to open the phone lines and do five-minute little mini readings. Um, We'll be pulling an oracle or two and see what we come up with. Uh, they kind of have to be brief, but we can always get a little bit of insight into uh, what's going on in your life, a specific question you may have, uh, or uh, you're, you're also able to call in and uh, be, you know, ask about a specific, uh, you know, topic that you, you'd like to talk about in general, uh, and we can uh, use today's show for that. Uh, we'll see what happens with the callers. Uh, if uh, you also can ask questions and, and you know comments and things in the chat room as you hop in there, guys. Uh, what I'll also do probably usually as the show builds, we get more people in the chat room. Sometimes people are a little nervous about calling, 
sometimes what I'll do is I'll pull a general overall card for everybody. Usually everyone, you know, there's always kind of commonalities that happen with people calling in certain days and at certain times. So uh, if we don't get a heavy uh, call push today, then we'll, we'll, we'll play it that way and we'll see what we can come up with for anyone listening live or who actually catches the show in the archives. You know, I've said this before on previous shows, a big portion of my following is on archive. A lot of people uh, don't catch the show during the day because they work 9 to 5. I'm drinking coffee here. So uh, that will usually slow things down a bit for them. But all the shows go to archive, so you also can catch any of the shows uh, at your leisure uh, through the archive. Just go to the website, click on past shows for Snake Oil, and you can catch any of the shows that are in there. There's quite a few shows there, some really good subjects to check out that might really fit with certain things you're going through or things that you're curious about as well. So certainly worth checking out. Uh, so before I kind of dive in, open up the phone lines and begin to talk and discuss a few different things today, uh, let me also mention for all of my listeners who are catching the show live or who are uh, catching it in the archives, uh, I've got a special running with a uh, personal session uh, for the rest of June of 2012, now until the end of the month. It's only going to run until that point. But if you caught the show uh, and uh, normally for a, a full 70-minute um, astrological chart interpretation with current transits and what's going on in your life and where things are heading and getting delving deep into who you are as a person. Um, normally, uh, a full session of 70 minutes is 110. And uh, for anybody who is on my Facebook list as a friend, uh, feel free to uh, friend request me on Facebook too. I do a lot of posts there. Or uh, who caught the show, uh, the, the uh, Blog Talk Radio Snake Oil show, feel free to email me or call and uh, request uh, a session. It might be a few days before I can get you in. But uh, would, uh, anyone who's uh, ca catching the show or uh, on Facebook, uh, I ran this promotion. I still got a couple available. Uh, we'll get 40 bucks off uh, the regular price. So instead of being 110 it's only 70 for a... Uh, for a, a full session that includes your astrology chart interpretation. It can be done by phone, by the way. You don't have to be here in Phoenix to do it in the home office. You can be relaxing at home and, and set the time. I always record the sessions on an audio cassette for you as well, too, and mail that out afterwards. So take advantage of that. There's still a couple more of those. I've got four more that I will uh, allow because uh, it's pretty heavily discounted, but it's kind of a slow week for me. Summer tends to slow down a little, so I usually like to pop up a special. Anyway, so enough on that. Uh, maybe I'll mention it a little bit later on toward the end for anybody who's jumping in a little bit later. Again, welcome to the show. And, you know, I don't have a, um, a specific subject to talk about. I'm going to talk about a couple of things uh, that are going on, some, some personal experiences, and um, which I'm sure might be applicative to anybody listening as well. But for uh, any listeners who want to call in, they've got a question, comment, today's show. This is the one once a month where we do the whole show toward this. Uh, Call-in number here is uh, 646-200-3966. Uh, I mean, you might need to dial a 1 before that. Uh, again, that's 646-200-3966, and I'll, I'll pop that up again in another 10 or 15 minutes as we progress into the show. I know a lot of people, uh, a lot of them don't, don't get home till 4, and they just catch the last 20 minutes of the show. You still have an opportunity to do it, so feel free to call in. Anyway, so on that note, uh, let's see if we get some callers here today. And um, 
I want to say, you know, I kind of had an interesting experience myself, and this may resonate with some of my listeners, um, especially for anybody who's self-employed and has their own business. Um, you know, I've written about this, I've talked about this. You know, a lot of people have gone through some some hard times economically in the last couple of years. Uh, and uh, if you caught a show I did a couple of months back in a column, I did a little piece called Tough Times, Little House on the Prairie Days, and uh, uh, it will go into probably Snake Oil Volume 3, that book. Um, but I was talking a bit about you know what I have seen as a counselor and a navigational cons- consultationist. Consultationist, all right, we'll make that a word. Uh, you know, a lot of people have had some real, real struggles and real difficulty. If it's not financial, you know, relating to homes or jobs, uh, you know, a uh, number of other areas, then for many people, it, you know, with health issues or relationship breakups, there's been some tough energy the last couple of years. I've talked a bit about the astrology that relates to this, um, so I won't really talk too much about that. But a lot of people have have gone through some struggles, myself included. Things are much better now than where they were a few years back. Uh, so, uh, well, in fact, one of the things that I had to do back in, in late 2010, early 2011, because business had slowed down so much, is I ran a couple of different Groupon-type promotions through some different companies, which really was actually, for my business, was a good form of advertising and really was, was pretty effective uh, I definitely can't complain about the results that I got from it. Uh, but what was funny about that is, uh, you know, I, I still get kind of calls from people, and they're, it's kind of cute, actually, I guess, but they'll, uh, they, they still think they're going to get that Groupon rate. Uh, <laughs> you know, I did that as a promotional way to, to bring a new business or reach some new clients. And uh, basically, really, you know, you make so little when you do them, but it is a kind of a cheap way of advertising. Uh, but it's, I, I get a kick out of the people that, that will still call and think that um, they can get these $20 uh, sessions, uh, silliness. But uh, I, I also get it, too. You know, no, no judgment from that angle. You know, a lot of people, you know, money's been tight. And, uh, you know, it may, may be tough to put out 75 100 bucks, uh for something when you've got to be concerned about whether you're going to keep your power on, you know. So no judgment about it, just kind of more an amusement that uh, people would still think that I'm I'm necessarily doing that, especially because they get my column, and uh, most of them, and they they if they're reading my column, they know that I'm I'm not necessarily uh, doing that anymore. Uh, anyway, but uh, you know I've run across an issue, you know, for someone who's been in business for a couple of years, where you know you know a couple of times a year, you know, unfortunately it doesn't happen very often, but every once in a while I get a client who just simply doesn't pay me. Um, they, they've had a session. They've, you know, uh, you know, it's not the ones that come in uh, to the office. It's the sessions that I do by phone, where they're sending you a check. Um, occasionally, I'll get a bounce check, or I'll just get someone who just doesn't pay at all. You know, fortunately, again, it's very rare. Uh, but what what is kind of odd to me is I always kind of tell people this too. You know, if someone needs to delay a payment for a couple of weeks, um, all they got to do is let me know. I'm, you know, I'm a pretty mellow guy. Like I'm cool about it. If someone says, "Hey, I'm not going to have the money. Something came up. I'm going to need another two weeks, or I'm just going to send you half now, and I'll send the other check out in in two weeks," then um, totally cool with that. I, you know, to me, uh, that's you know, that's 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 understandable. Sometimes we run across, you know, a little rough water. Things are tighter than we had thought. So I never have an issue with that. But I just want to run across a situation 
a couple of times a year where someone will just simply not pay. They won't answer my email saying, hey, you know, you're a month late. They just won't even answer. They'll kind of hide or disappear. A couple of years back, I even had a, a young woman who just claimed that she sent the check out and it got lost. And then she said a month later she sent another check out, and that must have gotten lost too. It's like, all right, the mail, the mail is not really um, – the post office might be a little lame, but they're not that lame, guys. Come on, seriously. <laughs> You're not sending it out. And why are you lying to an intuitive person on, on top of it too? I could smell that coming through. So, you know, I just recently had this happen again uh, with a young man who is uh, admitted he money was tight to begin with, but, um, you know, he's kind of not responding to the emails. He already had the session. I mailed off his tape. You know, I know he was having trouble to begin with, but another kind of person who just is kind of hiding, not answering, you know, and, you know, when, when you run across that, you know, we have these two different cells, I think, that operate within us. They're, hopefully, you know, for most people, and certainly a lot of my listeners, you have your spiritual self, you know, the part of you who is, uh, you know, who knows you don't have to push someone to do something if they don't do it. Karma will handle it. Things will balance in their own time, in their own way. You know, so that part of me is very clear. There's no reason to, to come, you know, to go after someone. You know, and, and I don't really have the capacity to do that anyway. You know what I mean? You know, it, 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 in this recent case, it's like a $65 payment anyway, too. It's not going to make or break me at one level or another. But um, at other dual levels of looking at it, you know, as a business person, you know, if you use someone's services, you know, you, you pay for those services, you know, especially because it isn't an issue of them not being happy with it. So I think you know, anyone who's got their own business has gone through this probably has dealt with these type of things with the bounce checks or things like that when they come up. And you know, and you don't want to punish everyone else because the majority of the pop, you know, population is really good about making payments and how they do it. So you don't want to I get I've got friends that will say that they're like you got to make people prepay their sessions. You have to make them pay the moment they hang up the phone, you know. And, you know, I don't want to ever become that type of person either too. You know, I am a businessman also and I need to be practical about that. But I don't want to become that type of, of person that, that's full of that type of, you know, uh, anger or, you know, I mean, that kind of strong arm kind of energy tactic where you're, you're punishing the fact that, you know, 98% of, of the people that you work with are awesome in terms of their integrity around money and finances. But I do run across this issue from time to time. But it leads to kind of another quandary that goes on internally for me, which is I know that if they're not really handling this the right way energetically, they're only going to cause themselves more of a kind of a karmic backlash. They'll lose the money at other levels. They'll end up, you know, having a difficulty or an accident or something that's going to cost them even more than they would have uh, had they, had they, you know, done the quote-unquote right thing. So, uh, you know, that's kind of a tough line for me to walk in, in terms of integrity because I want to kind of teach them that too without them that it's coming out as difficult. You know, and again, you know, for me, if someone even said, hey, I can only send you five bucks a week for the next six months, I'd be cool with that too. You know, I mean, again, it's really just more of an energy issue about right and wrong in that sense. 
But, you know, I had to look at this issue and, and again, wonder why I was bringing it to me, because I've had a couple of people that this has uh, happened with uh, this year, about two last year and about two or three so far this year. So it's surfacing again. You know, again, a, really a big part of me thinks that this is just a very practical issue. A lot of people are, are really struggling, and it's tight, and they're having difficulty. But it's funny because I always know, and this is something I always want to remind all of my listeners of as well, that you know the issues that surface around us always reflect an element of us as well back. This is kind of a universal karmic law. You know, and that is sometimes really hard to see when we're really disgusted or repulsed by something, how it could be a reflection of a part of us. But it always is at some level. But we always have to remember, you know, sometimes the people that reflect something back to us, it's kind of like looking in a Carnival Funhouse mirror where that what's being reflected back is amazingly hideous and distorted and weird and crazy looking <laughs> in comparison. Sometimes the story that comes back is uh, very much, um, you know, distorted, really beyond recognition. So it isn't that they're necessarily mirroring exactly what we're going through, but an element or an energetic part at some level, or something that we have a judgment or an anguish or difficulty with. So clearly, you know, for me, you know, the lesson is to become neutral about recognizing that this may happen a couple of times a year, and, and you consider it a part of life and not to be very stressed about it. I think I'm actually doing pretty good in that area. But, you know, I pulled, because uh, this has happened recently, I pulled an angel card and I pulled a rune on uh, this particular uh, you know, issue, and you know, I got the rune of partnership, saying that there was a partnership in some form, something was being reflected back, and then I also got uh, an angel card about assertiveness, about you know, stating something clearly and in a healthy way without being antagonistic at the same time. And and that was really an awesome reading for me, because the reflection back for me is you know a couple of years ago I've talked about this on previous shows. You know, a couple of years back, uh, you know, I really was kind of racking up a lot of credit card debt. Uh, you know, like a lot of people in my age group or around the vicinity. You know, a lot of us got into credit card debt pretty young. Uh, even a lot of young people are. They come out of college, you've got student loans, you've got a credit card. And I began to rack up a lot of credit card debt. I've always been really good about paying it down. But, you know, over the years, you know, through different difficult times, you know, the, the, the balances were getting kind of high. And then you kind of reach a point with a lot of these cards where the interest rates that they're charging you is just so astronomical that you begin to realize that you, unless you win the lottery or something, you're probably never getting out as it just climbs and climbs and climbs. And, uh, you know, I reached a point about three years ago where, you know, I had about, you know, 50000 in in debt with combined cards. And, you know, some of these cards were charging me 24% interest, 19% interest. So, you know, enduring, you know, the, the peak of the economy kind of going sour in uh, in 2008 or so, I had to default on uh, on some of these cards. I just didn't have a choice. It just about killed me, but I didn't have a choice to do it. And then even when I got a part-time job and was working extra hours to supplement my income in 2009, I was working constantly and making great money. I had no money because all my money was going toward paying these credit cards down. So I finally made the decision that I was already kind of garbage on paper. I might as well just dive in and accept that kind of fact. Um, very little they can do. They can threaten you and things like that. But, I, you know, even with some of them, I really like uh, Citibank as an example. I looked at it. I had the card since 1984. It was my first card as a child, child, you know, 19 or so. And, 
I remember I'm looking at the bills over the years and how much I've spent and how much I, you know, how much I used, and I realized that I've actually paid the card almost two times over, but I still had the same balance of like, you know, fourteen thousand uh, dollars with the interest rates that they were charging me and, and all the other fees and things that were coming into play. So that was a wake up for me, and I decided it was time to default. So I think. You know, and I don't go back against that decision. Um, I think I already had kind of bad credit. And it was just almost easier to sort of go with it and go back to living a cash existence, which I have and have been doing for the last two years rather well. Uh, but uh, I realized, again, there was still some anguish inside of me about the right and wrong of paying back banks and things of that nature. So, uh, you know, and, and sometimes when I get a call from a bank, you know, it's part of me that hides as opposed to just saying, hey, listen, I just can't pay it. You know, I'm not going to. I'm just going to take the bad credit wrap, you know, write it off, sell a loan. You know, I might do bankruptcy or I might just leave it go, you know, um, and to be honest and clear about it. So, you know, again, I, with the people that have done this to me, I realize there's a little bit of a – and that's cool. It's good to see. This is what we're talking about when we're looking at, at things like spiritual evolution because we are really – not hiding from the realities of how we create our reality and that the things around us do mirror elements of us back at some level. Again, not in exact format, but sometimes even just in a small way. So I realized that there was something in me that was carrying a certain amount of guilt around this subject and around this area, and it was time for me to kind of you know, own that in, in a way that was healthy and comfortable. Okay, let's see if we got some more people jumping in the chat room. I want to welcome everybody to the show. Uh, uh, welcome Mary Lou Who. Uh, I love that handle name, by the way. Uh, <laughs> there's a couple of the guests jumping in. So I know, again, we've got some people joining today. Hey, this is a listener's choice show, so uh, I can take calls um, and quick uh, for a little quick, uh, just pull a quick oracle for you. We can't really do a lot of time. Uh, on air. I've only got about another 20 minutes or so on the show. But this is the show for that. So if you want to call in or you can ask a question in the chat room, uh, and it may just be, you know, pull a card for me, uh, you know, or, uh, you know, ask him one quick specific question. Uh, but the call-in number here is 646-200-3966. You may need to dial a 1 before that. Uh, 646-200-3966. Uh, I can probably still take uh, about two callers today. Uh, and if not, uh, I'm going to pull an overall kind of oracle for everybody listening to the show, uh, which is fun. We do that sometimes in shows. And it's often been very interesting to see how it applies to everyone who happens to be catching the show. So, uh, yeah, call-in number if you want to call in. we got some time on that. If not, I'm going to continue talking about a few other things, and then I think I'll do a kind of a group kind of overall pull so, uh, in fact, I think that's what I, I think that's what I'm going to do at this point in the game. I think I'm going to um, pull a, uh, a card, and and this will apply to everyone who who's kind of listening to the show. Uh, you know, it just seems to work that way. I remember a couple of shows back that I had done this, and there were uh, really, really uh, a lot of people in the chat room that were blown away by it. It seemed to fit for a lot of people. So um, kind of a fun thing to do. And, you know, one of my reminders that really there, there are a few accidents in this world, you know, in, in the sense that, that things happen for a reason and they happen in, in a way that is, is pretty magical, you know, the good and the bad in that respect. So, all right, let's pull a, uh, let's pull a power animal. All right, very good. 
Okay, so what I what I did my overall for everybody to start with today, who's listening uh, live or or later on in the archives, is I the, I have a deck of cards called the Druid Animal Oracle. I've used them for many years. I think they're out of print, but I know I've had a couple of clients that have been able to find them used or in certain bookstores that still carry them, even though I don't think they're manufacturing them anymore. These are really awesome cards, by the way. Um, it's uh, the Druid Animal Oracle, Working with the Sacred Animals of the Druid Tradition by Philip and Stephanie Gargam. So I'm assuming it's a married couple, maybe. Um, and I've worked with these for years, and it's really a great way of tuning into power animals and how they act as guides and instructors for us all. So the overall card that I, I pulled for everybody today is I pulled a card, and it came up the swan. Now, uh, the swan is, and the Druid tradition represents soul, love, and beauty. So let me actually give you guys a quick little quote here from the book. You can see how this may or may not fit for you. Um, so uh, in the book itself, he says the card depicts a scene from the Irish tale of the dream of Onegus. In the foreground is a lake where a beautiful girl, the Uberry, changes into a swan every other time of the year at the San Hewn. To win her, Onegus, the god of love, becomes a swan, and they both fly to his house, known as the New Grange and pictured on the horizon. As with many swans that appear in old tales, there's a gold chain around the Uberry's neck. So in this case, the card came up reversed. Now, a reverse card doesn't mean that it's bad. It just means that you may be uh, not dealing with the energy of the animal in an appropriate way and need to readjust that in yourself or to look at it from another perspective. Um, so it, it's just kind of a challenge more to, to be in challenge with that particular type of energy. Um, so I'll read to you what the what the card says about the reverse position, and we'll talk about it. And then I'll tell you what it means in its upright position, because that's always the goal. We always want to adjust the energy, and we always can, by the way, guys. You can always can fix it. So this is what he says about the swan, he and she, I should say, say about the swan reversed. Don't reverse the swan. Uh, the card may mean that you need to come to terms with a separation. The old tales of a swan show that in reality there is no separation from the ones that we love, only transformation from one form to another. But to continue our journey in this world, we need to be able to say goodbye to those we are separated from, even though we know that ultimately we may be together again. The separation we are called, we are faced with, however, may be internal rather than external, and the swan may be calling us to connect more deeply with our own soul. Okay, let me talk a little bit about that. And then we'll talk about the upright position of what the swan means. So really, in essence, what they're saying here is that, you know, we're, we're needing to look at, at some element of a separation. You know, this could be with people that we love and care about. This could be, a, you know, a change in our life at some level. Um, but, you know, the swan in its reverse position brings up that sometimes endings and changes can be difficult uh, as we go through those shifts. But that if we're healthy, we're able to say goodbye, knowing that maybe something has run its course or that it may not necessarily be good for us to stay together and, and you know, to stay connected. So whether this is a person, a job, family, situation like that, this is that reminder that, you know, often we have, even with relationships, we've got strong karma with other people. We've known them in other lives. We may even come back together again in this life or in another life. 
but we have to know that when we deny what our soul is telling us to do, we often are going against the grain of what is really necessarily right for us, even if it is uncomfortable to do so during that time. So I think this is a fitting animal, you know, certainly for me to discuss because, you know, one of the things that I've been talking today about some issues I've had with, with past clients who haven't paid me and kind of gotten behind on that. But, you know, there's no reason to, to you know, attack them or get angry with them. There's certainly a, um, you know, wisdom in knowing how to, how to, you know, just be, chalk it up that a couple times a year this may happen and people may do this. Uh, but certainly, you know, healthy assertiveness is also to realize that it would be of no benefit for me to work with them again in the future. And I wouldn't be able to trust them anyway in that sense, and I wouldn't feel comfortable about doing that. So, um, you know, that, that, that certainly is what's going to apply, you know, in, in my situation here. And it's also very funny because a couple of months ago I actually had to end a relationship I was just getting into with someone I was really, really attracted to and drawn into, but... The conditions were wrong, they had way too many issues, drank too much, just things that were just not good. And, and every time I did a reading, uh, my cards kept saying I needed to end this, I needed to break from it. So, in fact, it wasn't even just like once or twice, it was just every freaking time I would pull an oracle or a card, I'd almost always just get the same kind of message in a different form. So I had to make that separation. In fact... A couple of weeks ago, I had a, uh, I had uh, some. I noticed I was having an issue with my gum on my, the gums of my mouth on the right side, and I had a filling replaced a couple of uh, about a month or so before that. So I thought it was just a reaction to that filling, but it was kind of sore. And there's a great book, and I recommend this to every single person listening. This is like one of the metaphysical bibles you kind of have to have, guys. It's the Louise Hayes book, You Can Heal Your Life. She lists a lot of different types of illnesses and difficulties and what they mean emotionally and psychologically, um, which is always the key component behind almost every illness or difficulty we go through. So I had looked up what the meaning was behind gum issues, and it basically said, like, not like you're questioning the foundation of your decision-making. You're not trusting in your own process and the decisions that you made. You're not backing yourself up. And uh, what an awesome lightning bolt out of the sky of awareness uh, because I had been doing that. I had ended that relationship a month or so before, and I was questioning whether it was the right thing and was I too harsh, and I was going back and forth in my head every once in a while about whether it was the right thing. So lo and behold, no shocker to anyone who's uh, metaphysical, I just got clear that it was the right decision. I wasn't going to stress myself about this anymore. I was going to trust in my knowingness and my instinct. And literally a day later, the gum issue completely cleared up. Didn't go to the dentist. Didn't spend any money on fixing it. Got rid of the emotional, psychological issue. Physical issue healed. And it hasn't bothered me since. And that's been a couple of weeks now. By the way, teeth issues, and you can catch this in that Louise Hay book too, teeth issues always have to do with decision-making. When you're having toothaches or issues with your teeth, it always has to do with that. Some area in your life where you're questioning your decisions or going back and forth too much over something, procrastinating about decision-making, questioning, and then gum issues, of course, are even, you know, are even deeper. It's like that, even the backup behind the decisions that you may have already made where you're questioning them. So a good little side note there. Let me go back to the swan. So 
uh, that's the message for, for the day with the power animal guys that, you know, we, we need to look at where we might need to be willing to separate, to move away from something, even if we love it, you know, if, if your own soul is telling you that it is time to do this, um, we have to trust that. You know, a lot of times it can be difficult to, to leave someone or a situation that we have a vested interest in, even when we intuitively know that we need to. But I always say, and I've made this joke before in other shows, that I know for me, like even when I've done this in relationships, I kind of use a typical Sagittarius, I kind of have a sarcasm or joke about it. I always say all exes get hit with the ugly stick. Meaning, I might feel bad, I might feel sad, I might be going through you know quandary when I break up in the relationship, or if someone breaks up with me, or... But I always kind of look back after a brief amount of time and think, eh, mm, you know, not attracted anymore anyway. I don't like the way that they talk. I don't like the way that they look. I don't like the way that they treated me. Like, I, I've never gone back to an ex in my entire life, by the way. It's just something that in me that, that just shifts. When I'm finished with it, I'm finished with it. Um, from an astrological angle, from me, that's Venus and Scorpio, by the way. Uh, Sun and Sag, but my Venus is in Scorpio. So I'm pretty harsh when I end something. I do feel like you just need to get away from it. But it can take a while, especially when you love or you care about something, to make that breakaway in the first place. So this is kind of what the swan brings up. It's actually really bringing up that we're all being asked to get in touch with what our own soul is telling us right now. And that may mean, you know, moving and making some directional changes in our life, which may be a little bit tough, but in the larger picture are good for us and good for our soul and good for ourself. So let me tell you about what the swan means in its upright position, because this also has some pretty cool implications to it. Again, the swan itself means soul, love, and beauty. And he says, uh, the swan is a power animal, brings us the qualities of soul, of love, of depth, of grace, and beauty. Being associated with the Druid festival time of the Sanhun, the swan is also a bird of the threshold and represents that part of us which can travel into the other world. Drawing this card may indicate that you will receive inspiration from the other world or that love is entering into your life. It is auspicious to draw this card if you are preparing to write a song or a poem. For the swan skin and feathers we use to make the bard ceremonial cloak, the Tugan. Okay, so, uh, you know, and you got to kind of marvel at this when you, when you see swans. You know, for, for all my listeners, don't be surprised now, of course, if you start seeing swans. Pretty typical. That's one of the things that's really fun about working with animal totems. A lot of times you... You'll, you'll pull this totem, and then suddenly you'll, you'll, you'll see them. Uh, a friend of mine a couple of years back was over, and we pulled an animal card, and we were talking about it, and it came up an owl. And uh, we were talking about what the owl meant, and then we, uh, we went for a drive to go get some food, and we briefly got on the freeway, and no joke, and this is in Phoenix too, um, an owl swooped right in front of the car <laughs> as we were getting off on the exit. And he looked at me, and I looked at him, and I said, and he's a really metaphysical guy, so it wasn't as shocking as it might have been to someone else. He said, dude, that's, did you just see an owl? I said, yeah, I saw it too. So uh, very cool. I've actually had that happen a number of times. Uh, so it's really great when you, you begin to tune into to animal totems. I know uh, I've talked to some people recently about boars or javelinas, and them showing up and what that means. So it's just that idea that the universe is all interconnected. Nothing really happens, in essence, on accident. If something is showing up, it's got some type of a message for you. It's there for its own reason, too, but it's also bringing you a message. 
So the swan um, brings up that idea that typically, you know, usually as a power animal, um, the swan really brings us in touch with, one, he talks about this, that part of us that can travel into the other world. And, and what does that mean, the other world? Well, you know, when we go into the dream state, when we take naps, when we meditate, these are all different elements of how we step into the other world. In fact, I always say that to people that have a fear of, of dying, I'm always like, you know, all you're really going to do is go into the other world. And they'll say, well, what do you mean? I said, well, it's like when you go to sleep at night and you have a dream, you're just going into the dream state world permanently. You're just not coming back to this one. You're just staying in that one. So you're not dying. That's delusional. It just doesn't work that way. You're just in a body connected with a brain, but your consciousness exists outside of it. Before you got in the body, and it'll exist outside of it once you get out of the body again. Oh, a lot of anxiety about nothing, guys. But uh, So the swan is a signal that you may actually be finding yourself getting more in tune with getting messages and signals from the other world or find yourself traveling in it a bit more. Um, I nap myself once or twice a day, sometimes for an hour, just sometimes even for 10 minutes. I'll just kind of zoom, zoom out and disappear for a little bit. I always say it's my ability to come in and out of this world kind of like dogs and cats do that keeps me happy and fulfilled i think that uh that's what that what that's what keeps us sane stepping in and out of the world in that sense and learning how to do this but of course the swan also can suggest another thing it also can indicate that love is entering into our life um you know and this can come in many formats it could come as a relationship it could come as you know as a child or new friends uh, new connections that way, loving ourselves more deeply. But again, a, a lot of times the, the swan is a signal that way, whether upright or reversed, to um, allow love to enter into our life in, in whatever form it's going to come in. Um, you know, the other thing is, of course, they, it's associated, it's auspicious if you're preparing to do some writing, um, a song, poem, anything that involves communication expression because of the the um the, the feather, the Tugan that he talks about as well too. So uh great power animal and you know I, I do my own cards every couple of months. I kinda sit down and I pull a few you know, I'll pull a few animal totems for a few months, period. So I had actually pulled the swan myself uh about two months back for, for around this time. I think it's almost time for me to pull some new power animals again. But um and my, this one had come up upright in my spread, and I had I had definitely found that that I've been kind of getting a lot more clear and really listening to my own intuition and the messages that are coming through and paying more attention to that. Uh, really, definitely getting in a better space uh, about the decisions that I'm making, and I found that my outer life is reflecting this back in a really cool kind of a way, because things are going a lot better for me. Uh, 2011 was a tough year. 2012 has been a really, really good one uh, in a lot of respects. So um, I've been getting in touch with that part of my soul. And a couple of weeks ago, I met someone new. I'm single now, and I met someone new and had a really fun flirtation. Uh, right now, nothing has come out of it, but it was really cool, and it it got me back in touch with that feeling of, you know, you know. I think for a lot of us, um, that that feeling of butterflies in your stomach, so to speak, that feeling of excitement and possibility and potential, and seeing where a flirtation may lead you is is really an enjoyable thing to be able to experience and to do. And uh, I, I got to tell you, again, I've been really, really, um, really happy 
about some of those things that have been kind of popping up. Even though nothing concrete has shown up yet, I'm kind of getting back in touch with that whole feeling again. And I, you know, there's a part of me that's thinking it might be time to get into a long-term relationship again. Haven't in a number of years. Uh, I am one of these people that is really perfectly okay being single also. I love being in a relationship. I'm also very comfortable being single because there's benefits on both sides. You know what I mean? You know, you get to have a mobility and movement and ease and not have to check in with anybody when you're single. You do what you want to do, and and that's pretty awesome. But then sometimes you get lonely, and it's nice to have a partner or someone to connect with. It's nice to have intimacy, uh, sex. It's nice to share meals with someone. So, um, you know, to me, it, it's a duality. There's a, there's a good side to it and a bad side to it either way. I've, I've gotten kind of somewhat neutral about that maybe in some respects. So the swan is a good signal. So that's the message for the day, guys. Uh, we only got a few more minutes, so I want to finish up here. Um, swan's your power animal. So uh, look at what you might need to let go of and look at what may be opening up in your life. Um, once the let go happens, often that's sort of like the universe's perception of, you know, you create a vacuum and it's filled by something else. So um, some some good things might be popping in uh, in the very near future, but first you got to kind of say, okay, I'm willing to let go of the things that are no longer working. Whether the people, situations, or even aspects of ourselves, there's a wisdom in knowing and trusting what your own soul is telling you to do. Okay, power animal for the day. Uh, we've got a couple more minutes, so let me reiterate something I'd said at the beginning of the show. Uh, I will be here again next week, and we'll, we'll be doing our astrology show. We'll talk about current astrology. You guys will be able to call in uh, and ask questions related to astrology. Uh, but we'll do some overall uh, instruction around astrology. Uh, for all my listeners catching me live or who are catching the show in the archives, uh, you've got a couple more weeks on this, about two more weeks. Uh, I'm doing a promotional special for uh, 40 bucks off my normal price of $110 for a full astrological chart interpretation profile reading. Uh, really awesome if you've never had your astrology done. It's just one of the coolest things imaginable. Uh, really getting into your tra- astrology chart or looking at current transits. So I've got four more of those specials available. So you can email me at VenturaSag at Yahoo.com. Uh, to book that. You don't need to be here in Phoenix. These can be done over the phone. I'll mail you a chart. You'll follow along on the chart. We'll record the session in audio cassette and send it out to you. So that's that special is good until the end of June. If you get hold of me before then and book it. Um, it's yours for 70 as opposed to the normal price of 110 And uh, even if you can't get in in June, uh, you could purchase the, the gift certificate for it at that price and use it any time in 2012 or give it as a gift to someone else which is always a good thing to be able to do, but uh, really, really valuable to understand uh, your astrology. You know, for the most part, though, uh, you do need to know a birth time to get a really accurate astrology chart done uh, because without it, it can be really difficult to, to really pinpoint specific things. Uh, specifically, your birth time establishes what the rising sign is, where your ascendant is, your rising sign. Um, and that changes about every two hours. That's why really getting it to a minute, you know, is really an important thing to do. And a lot of people struggle with this. And, and let me give everybody this advice uh, now before uh, the next show comes up. If you're um, if you're uncertain of your birth time, contact the hospital um, where you were born and ask them to send a copy of the birth certificate that has the time on it. 
they do have it on file, guys. Um, you know, years ago, sometimes it was harder to get, but, you know, anybody born after the 30s, the 40s, trust me, the hospital has to keep that information on file. So it is there. You just may have to ask for it and be a nudge about it, so to speak, but you can you can get it. Uh, you know, asking family, friends, you know. When I was born, there was a plate that my parents had made. I guess the hospital did, and it said my birth time and my birth date and all of that information. So I had that staring at me as a child, no accident. Anyway, we're down to our last minute here, so I'm going to finish up the show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. You know, I always laugh because this is a call-in show where everyone can ask their personal questions, and most of the time during my call-in show, I don't get any calls. But that's cool. As you all can know, I, I like to talk, and, and we got to pull a card for everybody listening. So that is your reading for the day. So uh, focus on that and see what you get out of that. If you're not already getting my uh, monthly newsletter, uh, email me at VenturaSag at Yahoo.com. Get added to the mailing list. Uh, and also you can friend request me on Facebook. I do a lot of posts on Facebook. And uh, Facebook friends get a discount of $10 off my normal session prices as well. Uh, so uh, all good stuff. So anyway, thank you for joining me today. This is Jim Ventura wishing everybody a happy Thursday. I will be here next week. Uh, for one more show for June, and then I'll take the last Thursday of June off because uh, I'll probably go on vacation. But, uh, again, thanks for joining me. hope you're staying cool in the summer. Hot as hell here, but this is Phoenix, so we deal with that reality all the time. All right, cheers, everyone. Uh, happy Thursday, and we'll catch up with you next time. Peace. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to – has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.